Welcome to the Charlotte Business Podcast, the podcast where business owners in and around the Charlotte, North Carolina area share their stories, their struggles, and the obstacles they overcame in growing their business to success. We hope these stories are an inspiration to others wanting and trying to start their own businesses and give consumers a better understanding of our local business community. I am your host, Sebastian McShane. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I hope this day is finding you well. In this episode, we talk with Emily Cosgrove, founder of Tailored Home Care in Cornelius, North Carolina. Emily and I talked about how she began her home care business and how these times of pandemic had affected her and her business. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm here with Emily Cosgrove. How are you doing, Emily? Good. How are you today? I'm pretty good so far. Uh, rainy day, but that's how it goes. I see some behind you. Yeah, a little rain. A little rain today. Cool. <laughs> um, so um, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and a little bit of your background story. Okay. So I grew up in the mountains of North Carolina, outside of Asheville, a little town called Horseshoe. Um, I grew up in a family of nurses and doctors um, and entrepreneurs, actually. My dad is, has owned his own business since he was 18. Um, I grew up riding horses uh, competitively all over the country and actually started my own business teaching horseback riding lessons when I was 14. So I've always had this kind of an entrepreneurial, um, motive and, uh, made a lot of money as a high schooler. It was awesome. Cool. (laughs) And, um, yeah, worked really, really hard, learned a lot of good, um, work ethic and everything. And, then I went off to college, um, graduated in 2011 from UNCW at the beach, Wilmington. Um, I used to live there. With a, degree in, yeah, with a degree in Spanish and pre-nursing. Always knew that I wanted to go back into nursing. Eventually I took a year off and then went back to nursing school here in Charlotte. Um, moved here in 2012. Um, went to Carolina's College of Health Sciences down in Charlotte. They're affiliated with the main hospital of Atrium Health. Um, went to school there for two years and graduated with my registered nurse degree. While I was doing that, I managed a home care agency. So home care takes care of elderly, um, anyone who needs assistance in the home. I managed a home care agency for about three years during that time, learned a lot about the industry, had been a nursing assistant since 2008, so knew all the ins and outs of that aspect of it. Um, So graduated nursing school 2015, worked in the hospital for two years on the postpartum floor, and then during that time had been starting my business slowly. Uh, Anyone who started a business knows that the process could take a long time, so took us about two years to get everything finalized. And then in 2017, we opened for business. Sounds awesome. Pretty busy person. Yeah. Pretty, pretty busy <laughs> always, life. <laughs> always had to stay busy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, talk about your business a little bit and um, what exactly it is that you do and what's the name of it again? Remind okay. me. So, so I started tailored home care uh, right. in 2017 
we are a non-medical home care agency, care for elderly, any, like I said, anyone who needs assistance in the home. We provide companionship, personal care, like bathing, dressing, um, range of motion exercises, anywhere from meal preparation to taking them to doctor's appointments, overnight care. We have a lot of clients that have us 24 seven. Um, so we take care of anyone and everything, anyone and everyone within a 90 minute drive of our office in Cornelius. So that's kind of our home base. I've okay. always been based out of Lake Norman. Um, but we service from upper Mooresville area all the way down to the South Carolina line, then over to Lincolnton and all the way up to Rockville, Salisbury area. So very large service area, but it has allowed me to care for pretty much anyone that needs it. I don't have the restrictions of a franchise or anything like that mm -hmm. to restrict who I can care for be just because of they live five minutes out of their service area. Right. So Sounds pretty big. Um, How many employees do you have? So we have about 40 employees. Some of them are part-time, some are full-time, um, and we grow every week, really. Wow. Um, we range anywhere from 25 to 30 clients at a time. Um, of course, during all this, we lost a few that the family just stepped in to take care of, which we totally understand. And we'll get those back um, when everything kind of blows over and we've stayed in close contact with them. But uh, we've also gained clients during this time just because people need help and um, or the family members can't come in to take care of them for their sake and things like that. So um, we hire caregivers and CNAs, so certified nursing assistants, medical assistants um, that have CNA experience. Mm -hmm. And then I have a few nurses on staff that help me out with supervisory visits and trainings and things like that. Pretty busy, uh, pretty busy. So- uh, Very busy. Yeah. Um, what was uh, some of the struggles you had in starting your business? Um, I mean, obviously, you didn't start with 25 people working for you. So <laughs> no. I'm assuming you went out yourself or did you hire some friends? Talk about it. You know, tell us. So <laughs> I, I did everything by myself up wow. until last August. So, um, yes, mental, you know, physical, trying to be in three different places at once, struggle mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, I think the biggest, you know, learning curve for me was hiring. Um, so it's hard to keep up with the growth of your business and hire excellent, you know, workers. Um, and I would get probably five really, really, really good people. And then one that would be good for a couple of weeks and then, you know, not want to work anymore or whatever. So, um, that was kind of my learning curve was mm -hmm. to find the right people um, that would really care. So I don't like to provide a service. You know, our service is a high quality service. Um, it's private pay. Insurance does not pay for our services. So when I hire somebody, I want somebody that's not just doing it for a paycheck. Um, right. They're doing it actually to care for the, the client. Um, and integrate them into kind of our big family as a unit. So um, that was kind of my struggle to combat um, growth of the business and hiring 
high quality staff and we really have nailed it down. I did have a consultant come in last year and help us with that, which I fought for a really, really long time. I don't need help. I don't need help. And then once I had him come in, it was like, oh, okay, well, this is how I should be doing things. And since then, we've kind of been smooth sailing. Um, marketing was really hard for me because I had a limited budget. So we didn't get a grant from the government or anything like that. It was all personal funds. So, I mean, I um, monetarily sacrificed for three years, basically, wow. to make all this happen. Um, I worked a second job part-time as an online um, nurse manager and or case manager um, and finally got to resign from that position in August and do this full-time. So, you know, it, it is not an easy task financially yeah. to support a big marketing budget. So I had to learn how to do SEO marketing, uh, search engine optimization marketing myself, watched a lot of podcasts and um, implemented a blog. I don't write the blog, but I have someone write it for me, but that's like just launched our business. That could be a whole nother podcast that we would talk about. Really? Uh, well, talk a little, just a little bit about what does the blog cover? Okay. So we do um, three blog posts a month. Um, they go over, we pick the topic of what we want that it to go over. So we do, um, you know, mostly things that can tie back to how we could help or we search hot topics in Google or in the news and we tie that back into elderly care or, um, you know, something about home care. Mm -hmm. So um, this week, our blog will be released today and it's about bringing your loved one back home after COVID ends from a nursing home. Um, so people that kind of weren't happy with how the nursing homes handled all of this and uh, feel that their loved one would be better at home, we kind of did a really long blog about all the steps that you need to take, um, what equipment you need, things like that, and how we could help, obviously. So um, it has helped us tie into our website. Um, we've learned how to use Google Analytics uh, to figure out, you know, who's searching for our name and really have done it for free. Um, yeah. It's an incredible tool that not a lot of people know about SEO marketing and um, my marketing budget was zero pretty much last year so and we grew exponentially just with the SEO <clears throat> so that was a big part of our because we were kind of in a stalled pattern about a year ago right. you know we were maintaining the same amount of clients we were doing okay, you know, covering the expenses and everything, but um, weren't really growing. So this just kind of opened the ceiling and we've just grown from there. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say learning the financial part of it too, QuickBooks, accounting, because I was doing all that up until now. Uh, that's not my strong suit because I'm a nurse yeah. and, you know, it just isn't my strong suit. So that was that was a struggle and then of course you know having a spouse that doesn't work with you um it's we're i'm on call 24 7 basically 
And so that's kind of a um, hard thing to get used to having your own business and having all the responsibility on you 24 seven. Right. Um, I have hired office staff now, so that's really nice that I can take time off. Um, you know, every other week we switch call, but uh, it was definitely a lot for two and a half years to be on wow. call 24 seven. So. Yeah, that makes for a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. A lot of time away from home, from the, away from the family and everything. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of mental. Um, you have to be very mentally strong to um, be able to run a big staff and um, keep everybody happy, clients and employees. And any entrepreneur will tell you that, no matter right. you t- whether you're taking care of people or running a restaurant, it's just managing any, you know, amount of staff is, is a lot. So um, you said the blog posts really helped increase your business. Um, how did people find them? And it was just word of mouth or, or do you use Google Analytics and Google to advertise or how did that work? So I actually hired a social media manager. Okay. Uh, she's very part-time, but she implements everything into our social media, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a Pinterest. Um, the more stuff you are on online, your Google business account, everything, um, the more content you post with the same keywords in mm-hmm. them, um, the more you show up on Google search. So, right. you know, it's just getting your content out there is basically what the blog is. It's really not, I mean, I, I center it towards my clients or potential clients, but, um, it's more for the marketing side of things. Right. Um, that it just helps you get your content out there. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of small business owners don't grasp the fact that you have to have, um, social media marketing to bring in business Mm -hmm. and how important it is and how much it helps. Right. Well, I thought I was doing enough with Mm -hmm. my social media and I wasn't even doing anything. Really? Um, So So you were just like posting on, you were just like posting on Facebook every once in a while. Maybe once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Once a week and just kind of, you know, whatever I, if I saw an article or something like that, but it was doing nothing for me and my website was just sitting there um, I had zero clicks on my wow. website. Um, okay. and we weren't really showing up in Google. So basically I was marketing through just, um, email marketing mm-hmm. in, uh, it's called care.com and that's how we were getting our clients. So once we started being more active on social media and doing the blog and, um, actually my friend, my best friend owns a company that writes blogs and content for websites. So um, that's who we use. And it was just immediate, you know, 15 plus clicks a day on our website. So it it immediately started, um, you know, making a difference and the kind of back code that you can put into your website and things like that to show up on search engines is really important. Yeah, we actually just signed on with I've never had anybody handle my marketing. Obviously I've been doing it by myself for three years, but I just signed on with a Google search um, marketing company yesterday, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, they'll be like optimizing our Google listing and um, 
helping with all that. It's, it's so much more than anyone could ever know when you start a business of how much you could do, how much marketing you can do for free or for yeah. very little cost. Um, I've never gotten any calls from any print advertising I've ever done or um, any type of paid ads on Google or anything like that. Um, a lot, I think a lot of people get roped into spending a lot of money. Um, you can spend $800 in two weeks on Google for a paid yeah. ad. Yeah. And that's on the low end. So um, to be a small business, you have to learn how to do it for you know, budget, budget SEO marketing is, it's easy to learn. Um, it's just a lot to keep up with. Right. And it's a whole lot easier or a whole lot. Yeah. I guess a whole lot easier if you can have someone else that can take the reins of that and mm -hmm. handle that for you. Cause with you being a business owner, you don't have time to do the marketing, the accounting and, and right. run the business too. <laughs> you gotta yeah. you know, expand. <laughs> I sourced out the accounting um, just this year. So, you know, you, you slowly got to kind of um, give delegation to other people. And that's really hard for me because I just have been doing everything for so long that I like it done a certain way. And, right. um, but I will say of all, you know, I help out with a lot of different business networking groups and um, I'm active on a lot of websites and things like that. And I think the main thing is people are scared and I was in the same boat. I was terrified to spend money yeah. of my, you know, my income to pay for a social media manager, pay for a blog, even though it was maybe $500 a, you know, a month. Mm -hmm. um, it's scary to give the reins over to somebody, but once you do and ask for help, it, you're, the sky's the limit. Um, I mean, it was just incredible how we just took off after that. Yeah. One person cannot do everything. Right, right. Um, so what would you say has been your biggest struggle in growing other than your marketing and, you know, in starting out? What was the probably the biggest hurdle you had overcome? I guess I would just say, um, I mean, honestly, we've, we've been really blessed um, with good staff. I would say staffing is my biggest issue, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, keeping, you know, we've learned how to keep staff. We've learned how to hire good people. Uh, we don't have a high turnover rate. We have, which is very rare in this industry. Yeah. Um, and I think it it plays part that I have been in their shoes for so long since 2008. Uh, I know exactly what they're going through. I know what a lot of the clients are going through. So it's just the nurse run model has been very successful. Okay. What's the one thing you wish you had known before you began your business that you had to learn or that you know now? Oh, um, don't spend money on advertising. <laughs> That's <laughs> my biggest thing. Um, Cause I, a lot in the beginning on you know paid ads or um, things like that. Um, sure, some examples of some of the things you did that didn't work. Even if you get uh, church bulletins, unfortunately, um, <laughs> magazines in neighborhoods, um, 
I did Google ads. I've done Facebook ads. I've probably spent thousands of dollars on that. And I, we've never, we did ads for, um, on Facebook for, uh, staff, you know, job posts. Mm-hmm. We've got a few from there, but nothing great. Honestly, our biggest, um, recruiting site has been indeed, which has been a blessing. Um, let's see what else we spent your website. I would suggest, you know, we spend a good chunk of money on that, which is a good base, but I probably could have done a lot of it myself if mm-hmm. I would have just learned how to do it. Um, I guess saving, saving as much money as you can in the beginning, not getting a huge loan and saying, okay, well, I can spend $10,000 on startup cost advertising, getting flashy t-shirts made and, you know, a nice computer and things like that. Just really save your money because you're going to want the cash flow. Uh, cash flow issues are going to be a part of your small business for the first couple of years. Right. Um, saving a good chunk, 10,000 plus more in your bank account, depending on what you're paying out and everything. But um, for me, having to make payroll every week um, and get, you know, bills to come in and all that stuff. Uh, I would recommend somebody to just have a good chunk of savings um, because you will blow really quick if you just spend it on flashy things. Um, people are going to care more about your um, business model and your service instead of the flashy, flashy things. Right. Um, I have had a computer for eight years. Um, and we've refurbished it a couple times. Um, you know, we don't have the flashy, flashy things that some businesses do, but you know, like a sign that shows where offices or things like that. Um, we've done it in other ways that are free. So right. just trying to say, um, uh, I would say spend more of your money on like a consultant or a coach that can really set a good base for you, for your policies and for your um, contracts and all of that. Um, Pay for good insurance, liability, if you need it. Um, That's your like more important base things that you need to spend your money on than the office. All right. um, What's the common myth about your business you'd like to debunk? Um, that no one can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, was they that? So I I do my services on a sliding scale. A lot of home care agencies will just set a high rate, um, but I do my services on a sliding scale. So from companionship level all the way up to full care, or we're taking care of two people is going to be the most expensive, obviously. But right. um, I service areas that might not be able to afford the higher end. So um, a lot of agencies will require a minimum number of hours per week. And I don't do that. Right. I believe that if I show really, really good care for two to three hours a week, when that person needs more care, we're going to be the one that, um, or we're referred out to someone that's happened to us a lot. Um, uh, let's see, home care. Um, myth 
I guess mainly just the price or that insurance pays for it. Insurance does not pay for it. So it is a, you know, kind of a high, high um, level service. And so I just tried to keep it, you know, I completely understand that and want to provide the highest level of care possible um, instead of just sending out a random person to take care of someone's loved one. So Um, what's one thing that came out of your business journey in growing your business that you didn't expect? I guess I would say just all the learning that I've done. I guess I was just kind of expecting to be really good at it at first and just, you know, cause I had already managed a home care agency before mm-hmm. like, Oh, I can you know do this. No problem. Um, <laughs> the, the full, when you are the one that owns the business and obviously we have a lot of liability and risk um, and that all falls back on me. And so it's a lot of, it took a lot of time to learn how to kind of cope with that. Um, to know that even if I'm on vacation across the world, um, I still have to be there for, a lot of people don't understand that about me, that I have to still be somewhat on call. Um, just having that kind of change in your life is a lot. Um, I think that's about it. I mean, I knew what I was getting into and it was right. going to be tough. So, but that's, that's a, definitely a big burden but it's rewarding because i get to schedule and um you know can be successful and do things the right how i want them done and mm-hmm. um, we're very, very blessed now, obviously it's been a success because you're doing really good right now <laughs> yeah i mean we've we've struggled a little bit during this time um but you know we have zero cases of the virus and um, like I said, I'm really proud of all my employees that have done such a job in keeping it that way. And our clients have really been amazing and we've been able to continue care for people that need it. And it's just been mm-hmm. good. As long as we're on the subject, uh, let's talk about the COVID pandemic a little bit and how much uh, all this has affected your business. Uh, so we definitely, like I said, gained a few clients um, and lost a few clients for, you know, they put them on hold. Um, and we, like I said, we totally understand, obviously, have the luxury of having family to care for them in the home. Right. Of our clients don't have family or their lives across the country or in another country. So really, we are the only ones that can care for them right now. So it's just been making sure that our staff is on point. Um, We provided them with gloves and hand sanitizer and a mask and all of that during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done a lot of online grocery orders for my clients just to keep them out of the grocery store and keep my caregivers out of the grocery store. Yeah. Offering bonuses if needed to the employees just to help them out. Um, financially but I mean really they're all and we are all very blessed to be employed period during all of it Um, have have any of your employees have any of your employees expressed any kind of concerns or fears or what how are you dealing with that um 
So we have actually on Tuesday a, a webinar scheduled with a mental health advisor for all the employees and it's going to just basically help them cope with um, you know being separated from their family same thing with me I haven't seen my family in you know five months now um, and uh, being separated from their family or dealing with any type of loss or uh, I know I had a lot of caregivers that had deaths in the family not related to COVID but they couldn't go to their funeral or you know yeah couldn't have the same kind of remembrance as they would have before. So um, that that's really important for me to offer mental health yeah, um, counseling for them. That's awesome. You're and doing then, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just making sure we had weekly meeting calls with all of the employees and the clients each week to make sure everybody was, um, you know, on point and doing what they were supposed to do, isolating themselves and social distancing and washing their hands and all of that. So they've, like I said, done a really good job. After all of it blows over, I imagine that we will um, be very, very busy, like I said, pulling their loved ones out of nursing homes mm-hmm. um, or people that are recovered from it and are facing difficult from being on a ventilator for weeks at a time, yeah. um, week and need rehabilitation and things like that. So I, we're trying to beef up our staff for that right now and be prepared. Cool. Sounds good. Um, okay, well, let's move on to what I call the shotgun round. And this is around some questions that I kind of ask everybody and they're more for fun than anything else and gets to know you a little bit better. Okay. okay? Uh, if you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Don't work so hard when <laughs> I was younger because when you're working harder. Um, yeah, I wish I had had a little bit more fun when I was a kid, yeah. which I mean, it was great. But um, yeah, that was definitely definitely yeah. what I would have told myself. But probably the people who had more fun when they were a kid aren't as successful as you, so <laughs> there's that to consider too. Um, okay, what's the most important thing you've learned in your life? Important thing I've learned in life? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say never give up on what you really want to do. Uh, don't settle for just something easy that, you know, might be acceptable or um, if you really want to do something, go for it. Mm-hmm. It cool. will pay off. Okay. What's the best compliment you ever received? I guess that I'm just really driven and, you know, um, successful. I guess that's what, that would be the best compliment that, um, you know, it's incredible to be able to do what I do, you know, and be as successful as I have been just by myself. Um, so that, that I'm very proud of that. Cool. Cool. All right. If you could have dinner with any three people, living or dead, who would they be, and what would you talk about? Three people. Any three people, living or dead. Uh, my grandma, mm-hmm. um, 
who I'm a lot alike, but she passed away when I was in school. Um, I guess I would have dinner with Derek Jeter, <laughs> my favorite athlete and all around amazing person. Um, and then probably my grandpa, my other, um, my grandma's husband, who was a doctor and owned his own practice. And um, I would love to go back and talk to him. Cool. Awesome. So Emily, how can people get in touch with you? We all over social media. Uh, we have obviously business number, um, email, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, our website. Okay, and we'll uh, give the URLs and stuff so people can contact you if they want to. Okay, so our website is www.tailored, T-A-I-L-O-R-E-D, homecare, I-N-C, at gmail.com. Okay, and it's same on Facebook and all? Yeah, Tailored Home Care INC. That's pretty much everything. Our website, tailoredhomecareinc.com. Um, we're on Gmail. Cool. Sounds Instagram, good. same, Tailored Home Care INC. Awesome. Well, Emily, I appreciate you um, taking the time to be on the podcast, and I wish you the best of luck and continued growth and success in your business. Thank you. Very Thank awesome. you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Hey friends, thanks for spending some time with us at the podcast again today. As always, we hope this episode has brought you value and insight into another one of our local small business owners. You know that if you run a small business, you won't succeed if you don't have customers. And if you don't continue to get new customers, you won't grow as a business. One easy way to get more customers to your business is to post content that highlights you and your business on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. If you are trying to grow your business, you may not have time to create videos or take pictures to post on social media. Or you may need some awesome product photography. Well, Subtomic Productions can help you do just that. Contact them today and see how they can help you grow your business, attract more customers, and make you more money. Find out more by contacting them at info at subtomicproductions.com. That's info at Septomic Productions, S-E-B-T-O-M-A-C Productions, all one word, dot com. Also, please remember to like and share this podcast. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a ranking on this podcast, wherever you pick up your podcast. Thanks to you, we are one of Charlotte's fastest growing podcasts. And your support will help us continue to grow and be able to bring you more stories of our local business owners. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Stay safe and have an awesome day. Let's go.